My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Sky. And today we want to talk about beginnings. Where you yeah. began. Where we began. <laughs> where this obsession and love of ours came from. And how our knowledge can help you, potentially new listener or watcher of the Korean drama world, get the most out of your Korean drama watching experience. So we've noticed over the last few months just uh, kind of the idea that we had for this particular mini episode came from noticing that um, frequently newer K-drama watchers and even some people who are not that new, maybe have been in it for a year or, or longer, have never heard of certain resources that we find um, essential that we're, you know, the one that comes to mind is mydramalist.com, mm. where everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people track their drama watching on this website. And the number of times that you hear somebody who's been watching for a year and they're like, I've never heard of this before. What is it? And we thought, okay, maybe we should have I'm an gonna opportunity be honest. to say. I was, I was watching for four years before I found my drama list. And oh boy, was that an afternoon recording, <laughs> <laughs> recording all of the stuff. I think it was about a year for me. Mm-hmm. And then um, one of my Twitter mutuals was like, what do you mean you can't remember what episodes you were watching? And I'm like, I, you know, and she's like, aren't you tracking it on my drama list? And I was like, my what list? Like, <laughs> and she's like, oh my Lord. <laughs> Let me share my knowledge with you. So, like, oh, so yes, Padawan. Yeah, it took me a while. Um, and I was using my drama list just to look up things, like if I wanted to find out about a, a specific actor and what they've been in, so I could like see another drama that I could potentially watch. That's what I was mainly using it for. And it wasn't until I joined Twitter, which was just this year, that I learned how useful my drama list is Mm. uh, with being able to record everything also I just really like recording things and lists and it's just making lists oh oh oh, it's just orgasmic (laughs) making lists oh gosh Um, I have so many lists I love them I have so many like list notepads like yeah mm. (laughs) list everywhere but it's like it's it's not just useful for that it's it's useful in um like you know finding new things that might interest you or um keeping you know like amanda said like if you can't remember like you put something on hold and you didn't remember which episode you stopped at but you want like to go back to you were watching something on drama fever and then oh, yeah. <laughs> and you're like i don't know which episode of goblin i was on well that's got your back because yeah. you would have marked it down uh it's also really easy yeah. to use i think i mean i think there's a slight learning curve if, yeah. if you go in and if you d- Definitely, if you have been watching dramas for a handful of years prior to thinking that you're going to then dump all of your information into all these lists, which are actually, they are simple to use, but it looks difficult at first. And if yeah, you do have a backlog of information, it's it's going to take you a little bit of time. When I it, when I went in, I found it really easy. Like when you went on, if you go into like the search, you can put it by year and country. So what I did is I just kept going back every year and like scanning through and finding all the ones that I had watched and marking them off so I didn't have to like remember every title. So that's a little, little, like, post- little familiar. 
Yeah, little little pro tip for her. Yeah, I also uh, you can search by uh, what's the most popular, mm. and so that's what I did because I knew a lot of the shows that I was was watching was popular, so I was able to just kind of go in through and be like, okay, that's what I watched, that's what I watched, that's what I watched before I really started trying to find all the other things that I had been watching and I think the popular thing has always been really helpful back when drama fever existed but also my drama list because when I was brand new and I didn't have anyone helping me figure out what to watch knowing what was popular I was like well at least some people think this is a good show I mean that's a good way to find recommendations and then the fact that my drama list does have reviews not that every review is created equal no some of them are helpful as as with all (laughs) things on the internet um (laughs) crowdsourcing sometimes leads to poorly thought out opinions (laughs) just yeah well I, I that's one of the things I see um recommended so frequently is the can we please not be allowed to rate things until they're done. actually out yeah until they're done you yeah. these ones like airing next year and it's already got a 10 rating and you're like yeah that doesn't like, make any sense so it must be good like let's be real no yeah, we're, not saying, listen, we're not saying it won't be good. We're just saying that we don't have proof that it's good. I'd like to actually see a trailer first. Yeah. Like, At least you know, see a trailer, man. At least. Trailer. Like, something. <laughs> it's like two pictures of them, like the leads holding, holding you know, the sticks with a thumb <laughs> You know what I always love about those photos? They're always really bad quality photos, too. Like, it was taken on, like, an old cell phone. It's just, like, in a dark room. You're like, why is this a promotional photo? Or or even prior to that, when it's, like, they're even just rumored to be the leads, and so you can tell just these copy-pasted pictures. It's, like, the Dispatch logo at the bottom. Yeah, oh, Dispatch. Now, if you're wondering, if you don't know what Dispatch is, <laughs> Dispatch is like Korean TMZ, essentially. <laughs> they, uh, they go around basically hunting for celebrities making out in cars and expo- exposing them, which is scandals. 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 Uh, yes. Oh, and if, if you're... The term scandal in Korean entertainment is very different than the term scandal in Western entertainment. Um, While there are legitimate scandals like, you know, crime and sexual offenders, um, mostly when they're referring to scandal, it's like, they got caught holding hands. Scandal! Maybe being on their first date. Yeah, they (laughs) they, 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 were on the internet. These two adults might have been dating. Scandal! But that's part of the fun. That's kind of yeah. part of the ridiculous fun. Where that scandal is not always scandalous. Yes, yeah. exactly. Don't I'm going back out. to my drama list. Oh, yeah. Just, uh, just for a little bit, there's a really great feature that I use all the time. They list on their homepage what shows are coming up next mm-hmm. and what's ending. And it's a really great resource if you're trying to find shows that are about to start within the week or are going to end within the week. Yeah. It's a really nice thing to look up. It's nice on two things. Like, if you're looking for a new show to watch that's coming up, then it's there. But if you're also looking for a show to binge, you know what's ending, so you have all the episodes ready to go. And they have, like, articles and they have, um, like, there's community boards to chat on and people play, like, cute 
games on them. Like there's always yeah. fun little games like, you know, click on this person's uh, profile and of the like 10 dramas that'll show up in their most recent activity, which one would you be the most likely to watch? And you post that and then the yeah. next does yeah. it for you you know it's like goofy stuff or which yeah, one would you do community stuff i i find i haven't found too many uh in every community social media community there's always a few bad apples who try to ruin the fun for everyone else however they're very few and far in between on my yeah, yeah. Like, i feel like there's some good moderation going on by uh by the admins and the admins are really responsive on Twitter and stuff. So they're, they communicate a lot, which is nice. And they also have the the function, which I only recently found out about when Amanda told me last week that you can vote on uh, things that you want the website to come up with, like ideas for, you know, improvements to my drama list. So you can vote, you get like a certain number of votes and you can put up to three on each thing. So then they put the, the, the ones with the most votes on like the top of the order of importance for the development of the website. So it's pretty great. And it's free. Yes. Woo-hoo. Who doesn't love a free stuff, right? It'd uh, be nice if we supported like a, it. You yes, can you can pay it and to support yeah. it, but it's only a couple of bucks. Like it's not very expensive at all. And then it lets you like personalize your page more with yeah. so your page and instead of like no boring it takes rate, off, yeah, the ads. Like, pictures and stuff and takes out the ads and so it's you pretty know. it's pretty great. The only downside is but is that there's no app. However, they are working on it. They've yes, mentioned it multiple mentioned times. It so, times. So fingers crossed that crossed. actually shows up in 2019. That would then be there's, you can add fabulous. friends too. Like you can add people and see other people's watch lists. Mm-hmm. So that's a really nice way to find new shows. Maybe if you know somebody who tends to skew towards the things that you like, you can look at their watch list and see what they rated higher. So you're likely to watch that show and like it as much as they do. And we just recently, thanks to Amanda, created a certified Nunas account that yeah, you can yeah. call befriend and uh, see our recommendations. We all have our own individual accounts, but we wanted Which to Which I linked one. on there. Yes, but we just wanted we wanted to have one that was like what we all agree on, essentially. <laughs> well, things that we talk about on the podcast and stuff. Yes. So. Yeah. Yes. And so with you, amongst it, ourselves. It's a good, easy way, you know, if you're on my drama list and you're following us and you miss something or whatever, that'll be a good, easy way that you can click through and find out what was it that they mentioned? What were they talking yeah. about? Oh, that drama. Here yeah. it is. And you can put it on your watch list. Exactly. Or like things a- that we're watching, too. So you mm-hmm. kind of like get a little insight to what may be on a future <laughs> podcast. Because we Ooh, like to do that a lot. Weird. You're all watching White Christmas. We're <laughs> <laughs> not very secretive about it. By <laughs> <No>. the <laughs> We're pretty forthcoming. If you follow us on Twitter, you know what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know um, what we're up to. But we haven't mentioned a functionality of my drama list. That it's not controversial, but it can kind of get you a little bit the amount of time that you've spent watching dramas it tells you how many times in how much time in days you've spent (laughs) watching dramas based on what you have inputted which can be alarming at some point (laughs) but uh we don't judge we're a judgment-free zone here I recently passed my 100-day mark. Oh! I've got 100 days. So now we need to throw up parties, what that means. I I think I'm almost at 300 days. (laughs) 
when you pass your one year, when yeah, I get your one year, year we'll, have, we'll have like a special live stream or something. <laughs> me oh, watching, watching the last life. hour that'll bring me over. <laughs> 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 also on um, my drama list, you can do special lists for your mm-hmm. own specific profile. And so we've started some that have kind of like some of our favorite dramas or like favorite people that we mention a lot. Because you may be like, who's this Kim Won Hae that we keep mentioning? And you can find him in that. And, and you like, need drama. to figure that out. That yeah, is important like, you, to know who he is. You, you need to know him. <laughs> He's the MVP of Korea, really. <laughs> Let's not kid ourselves. He really is. And so you can also make your own lists as well, like. You know, if you want a list that's just like, oh, you just want to keep record of all the crime dramas you watched. You can have a crime drama list and yeah, with all I the ratings. I had that like all of my 2018 dramas. So like I just put in everything that's 2018 just to have it there. Because sometimes I watch dramas that weren't produced in 2018 and so it's a nice way to kind of have those. Keep track. I have like 19 custom lists. I just counted them. I've got 19 <laughs> custom lists. So I have lists of my favorite movies, my favorite actors, my favorite girlfriends. So like the actresses that I feel like I would actually hang out with in real life. <laughs> um, I've got, then I've got them listed. I started watching dramas in like April. So as opposed to just doing the years, I do like year one of drama watching year two of drama watching and so I sort of go from like April to April so I've got my year one my year two my I'm in my year three right now um I've got a never watch list that I started (laughs) back before they had that option they have the like not 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 interested interested option option. but before they had that I created my never watch list with things that either I have watched and which I never had (laughs) or Things that people have told me never, ever, ever would happen in Bali. Watch this drama. And I, um, cough, cough, cough. So, you know, yeah, cough, cough. Uh, I've got sports dramas. I've got favorite dramas. I've got 2016 top 10, 2017 top 10, 2018 top 10. I've got a list of dramas with short episodes. So, like, web dramas and stuff. I've got my Japanese recommendations, my Taiwanese recommendations, my Chinese, my Thai. Got it all. My crappy endings list. Do you have a list yet for all of the musicians that they now have on there? No, I don't. But I like that. I like that they're on there. And they have all the, um, like, the variety shows and stuff, too. Yeah. I've only cool. been on my drama list since September. I know. Amazing. I only have three lists <laughs> customly. <laughs> I have my top 11 dramas of, of all time. The goats for myself. I have all the movies that I forced uh, Briggsy to watch. Briggsy being my husband. Uh, and that we both reasonably enjoyed. And then I have my contract relationship list. <laughs> <laughs> all of the contract relationship dramas. Big fan, big fan, big fan. And I and I have yet to make any custom lists, but I really Ooh. need to. Especially, I was looking at my profile today, and I think I started watching dramas actually in January. So I will be coming up on my year pretty soon. So I should be putting those all in so I don't Another party. get away from myself. <laughs> yes. 
We're just going to have all the parties. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we do. Let's not even kid ourselves. So did we cover all of my drama list? Is there more to talk about? It probably I is. Think, I feel yeah. like got it. Yeah. Just to mention that there is also um, the, we were mentioning the website um, TV Time. A lot of people use that one as well. Um, none of us actually use it, but we have seen other users use mm-hmm. TV time. And um, one of the benefits, big benefits of that one, well, two are one, they have an app mm-hmm. and two, they have a much larger database like it's, yeah, it's not just Asian English stuff. shows. It's not just Asian. So mm-hmm. English, Turkish like whatever it's French there's everything is on there or seems to be I don't know you can keep track if if you crazily watch stuff that's not Asian dramas <laughs> why would you but still then <laughs> you can keep track of that too I don't know if they track it like my drama list and let you know how many years of your life you're further on your way but See, I, I said that so derisively, like, like why would you? But I've been watching The Flash this week, so. <laughs> I think there's another aspect of uh, the TV Time website. It seems like there's a little bit of automation that might go on. We, we've just seen in passing on Twitter the people that tend to use it. It looks like if they say they complete an episode, you can feed it through your Twitter or something. So, I mean, if you're kind of into more automated stuff. And with my drama list as well. Oh. There's a Twitter bird on your um, like if you're on your watch list and you're on, you know, go to edit, like say I go to edit accidentally in love or click on it or whatever. It's also like a Pinterest one. So you can, you know, do that, but you can click the Twitter. If you click on your Twitter bird and then like, you know, add another episode or whatever, it will automatically pop up a tweet hmm. saying, I just watched episode three of, and you can edit it if you want to, or. But I don't want to, like, spam my Twitter. <laughs> but some people like to oh, do that. Oh, you spent six That's, hours I, watching this drama. Yeah, no, it's like, I feel That's like a little bit all. opening myself up to too much judgment from the internet. And being like, wait a second. Are <laughs> you like, what time of day you were doing it? Complete like, a drama. Like she watched every episode within 24 hours of this 16-episode <laughs> drama. Wait a second. I know that, like, you you guys wouldn't judge me, like a but... Twi- Four hour, you didn't watch a 24 hour drama in 24 hours. Like, like come on. You slept? <laughs> I may have dozed. Alrighty. So, shall we talk about tropes? Yes. If you're new to dramas, you may notice that there's a lot of tropey things that happen. Korean dramas, I would say, they're pretty prevalent. A little bit less so in like J dramas and Taiwanese dramas. Sea dramas are it's a whole other kettle of fish with dubbing and whatever. And tea dramas, like, oh, that's just trope fest. <laughs> like, to the extreme. But um, you can usually tell by, like, the genre or the actors or the style, like, what tropes you're going to encounter. So if you don't like a certain one of Avoid. If you're if you're not into, you know, royal family politics, maybe don't watch any historical dramas ever. It, you know, we there are sort some of also mentioned they do have a tendency towards a little royal family incest. Yeah, you know, as, yeah. as, like, did as most cultures historically. Yeah. Historically, yes. So, so if that bothers you. 
My first one, I was like, well, but, oh, really? No, come on. Really? Like, oh, well, it really easy. happened, so. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. accurate in that way. Like, <laughs> um, you know, and then sort of like in the rom-coms, there's a lot of, uh, you know, things that come up again and again. Especially, you know, like, it's different between, like, newer ones and older ones, but, like, stuff like, you know, wrist-grabbing and things that may be considered a little bit more dating violency um as amanda was saying earlier prep, if it's before 2016 uh, you might want to avoid it a little they've gotten a lot better recently yeah. there's a lot more uh i think as sort of the feminist movement in korea sort of takes you know builds up steam there's they're i'm taking a more critical eye to the dramas yeah. i think one of the things you have to recognize with some of that too is that I honestly think the idea behind, initially anyway, the idea behind the wrist grab is that holding hands with somebody is is too intimate, yeah, right? Yeah. So, because they'll make a big deal of that too. The first time that the couple holds hands, it's a big deal. You're holding yeah. my hand. So, you'll see that sometimes, like if it's like a quick run and they grab and they don't grab their wrist, they grab their hand and it's like, Oh, he grabbed her hand, right? Like, it's a big deal. (laughs) Like, that's kind of where the wrist grabbing comes in. It's like, I don't know you well enough to, like, have that intimate level of contact. And I think if you go into it knowing that, sometimes it seems a little less creepy. Yeah. And a little, you know, like, okay, that's that's kind of where they're going for there. Sometimes it's still just freaking creepy and the dude's just kind of right like it does seem like it is a little bit of a cultural difference going on there at least the first you know back with the older ones and stuff yes sometimes it is oh i'm being passionate right now so i'm gonna grab your wrist but other times it is it seems like it is that they don't want that level of intimate contact with the hands and then for us we're like oh wrist grab that's weird well you know that trope is kind of different for them sometimes than we yeah. would initially. Yeah. Say. And then and another thing for like new watchers, um, it's very different than American television or Western television in the sense that uh, there's so much more uh, censorship and rules about what can be shown. So um, you'll notice things like uh, blur blurring knives when they're you know having knife fights, which. But not swords. I just <laughs> should point out, swords are fine. Um, but blood dripping so, off the sword is fine. Yeah, blood like, is fine. Yeah. But like when when it stabs someone, it'll just be blurred. Um, or like if someone's smoking, the cigarette won't be blurred until they put it next to their mouth, and then it becomes blurred. like it's stuff like this that it's like it's, they have to do for the censorship. The tie dramas, like um, what they blur they, the alcohol, the alcohol. <laughs> but like the whole point of the scene is that they're at a club getting drunk. The whole table will be blurred out. And you're like, yeah, I always love that on tie dramas because you just know the next scene is like the two dudes getting it on <laughs> the next room, but it's like, oh no, the alcohol. Oh, public drunkenness is a big thing in uh, Korean dramas. Uh, Interestingly enough, this is a true statistic. South Koreans drink the most per capita in the world. And their dramas reflect this. So (laughs) I have wondered that, actually. Yes. So statistically speaking, they drink the most. It's also not illegal to drink out on the streets. Yeah. So that's also why you kind of see a lot of people staggering around is because they can literally take 
their drinks like from the convenience store out and just yeah. walk the streets and it's not a and it's not a taboo thing either too yeah. you know obviously they don't want people drinking so much that they pass out but it's still kind of a common occurrence in South Korea. So uh, another thing is uh, there's never there's not really much sexual content in these shows either. That's also very, very censored. But this is where the movies are not the same. So if you're watching movies, they're they're free for all. You can they can make movie about anything. <laughs> like, there appears to be an it. awful lot of like soft porn that like is on the big screen. In yeah, Korea. Yeah, like yeah. they go to see sexy movies a lot. Like really like, high name actors and actresses. So like the movies are wild, wild. Yeah. I think <laughs> uh, much more sort of uh, in the style of Western films, but yeah. uh, the television is much more. Uh, it's sometimes hard to tell what because it's also very common for um, two characters to sleep together, but literally just sleep. Like they sleep on the bed together and have a snuggle, and which is great, but like <laughs> you don't know what's implied. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're not sure. Like I'm watching King Two Hearts, and there's a whole thing where like they wake up together, and the fact that you can see his naked shoulder suggests that something Ooh. happened because they're, they're not fully clothed. Usually it would be they're fully clothed, but even sometimes. They're fully clothed when they wake up, and it's still implied that they had sex the night before. Every time there is a sex scene in a show, I'm always like, whoa! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> because like, statistically, how often is that? Probably stand, sit underneath them going, punching at the air, like... <laughs> no, like, recently there's been, there's been a few... A few little, yeah. lines. like, oh, my Venus had one. And mm. Secretary Kim. Yeah, Kim. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh. That one was actually pretty spicy. There was some shirts ripping off. There was her wearing his shirt the next morning. Ooh. <laughs> and yeah. I mean, press. There was. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. First episode, yes? Yeah. Well, I haven't gotten what? past the second episode yet. <laughs> um, tempted drama the one that's based on uh cruel intentions and it was like all kind of sexy hot fun times in the first week and then like yeah and then nothing, nothing. <laughs> then, then, then you introduce joy, you introduce joy's character and she's so sweet and innocent so everyone else had to be too yeah. <laughs> they got you in in the first episode and then like ah, that's like us oh, I, oh, I loved babe. cruel intentions when i was a kid like i was i think in college first or second year and i loved cruel intentions like love the story of it and everything and so I was really looking forward to that drama and then they disappointed big time so <laughs> I think what's also interesting too is that um in terms of like broadcasting stations there, there's kind of a divide too between like something like NBC and OCN but it's in this like kind of weird way where it's it's darker shows not just like more like like in America watching something on like ABC or NBC and watching something mm -hmm. on Showtime or HBO right yeah. like you're gonna have a different level of sex a different level of violence a different level but for of the most part it, it seems almost it's it's literally like it's darker in tone and not much like yeah I, the no, there, was, there was one thing things. 
There was one thing that happened with the show Voice that always made me laugh, where it was rated 15, which is like the standard rating for most things. But then uh, they got in trouble because it was too too much crime, too much violence. So then they just said, like, ah, screw it. And then they changed the rating to 19 and just, like, kicked it up to, like, insane levels of stabbing. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, ah, oh, you think we're too violent for 15-year-olds? Well, <laughs> look at us now. <laughs> and yeah, do keep in mind that 15 is like the typical one. So just because it's 15, that there's probably really not much to it. Yeah. Typically, what most- would get rated as a 15 for the like if you see the 15 on your K drama title screen, it's probably like on Netflix, it's rated a 13. Like, or like a PJ. Yeah. yeah. Or a PG or something. Like yeah. typically, that's where it's going to fall in that sort of PG 13 kind of a. Semi-family friendly. (laughs) I tried. I tried there, guys. So do we want to talk about our gateway dramas? Yes. So there are certain dramas that we we have our, you know, that I, we sort of feel are good dramas to like sort of get people into drama watching. Like, because some dramas are harder to watch than others if you're not familiar with with how Asian dramas work or you're not familiar enough with the culture. Mm-hmm. So there's a uh, certain dramas that we feel are more, have more of a universal appeal than others. Or are good ones for like, we made a, um, a list on our certified Nuna's my drama list um, of good starter dramas. And some of them are ones that are maybe a little more intense, but it's, good if you want to get a feel for what a crime drama like an Asian yeah. crime drama might be or you want to get a feel for a historical or you know but there some of them are sort of we've kind of gone with like here's a historical light like it's yeah. not all the heavy and all the you know this is a good taster and then we're gonna ease you into these things <laughs> find the crazy stuff later like. so we all decided to pick a drama <laughs> Yeah. That we think is a good starter drama for people. Um, I will begin. My drama recommendation is Shopping King Louie. It's a rom-com heavy on the com, also heavy on the rom. And uh, <laughs> so a lot of a lot of Korean dramas, they have, especially in like the romantic comedy genre, they have like a nice tragedy arc uh, about... A third, two thirds of the way through, where suddenly everything sucks for everyone for like three episodes, and then everything gets resolved. But Shopping King Louis' tragedy arc is very short, resolves itself very quickly, and is just too adorable that it doesn't kind of bum you out because you always know when you get to those episodes and you're like, ah, oh, dang it! Like here we go, here we go! Like oh, they have to break up for some reason. But it's also just an adorable, adorable show. Has amazing actors. Um, and I think it has sort of a, a universal appeal to it that lots of different pe- people who like lots of different things can find something to like about it. The one that I picked was actually one of my first dramas that I watched, and it's called Sassy Gogo or Cheer Up, depending on, you know, what you're looking at. Um, and it's a cute starter high school drama, cute story about, you know, to the the 
unpopular kids or the poor kids or the dumb kids or whatever, all of those things versus the smart, rich kids at the school and how they've come together unwillingly to form a like a cheer sport team. Um, and they're atrocious. Let me just say it's not good cheerleading. So <laughs> very, very not, bad. Not. But, um, <laughs> but that's like barely the point of it. Really, the point is there's like a romance and there's um, I, there's a, a really intense, strong bromance between the two um, male leads. Our baby Jisoo is in it. Our sweet he's baby Beautiful Jisoo. Jisoo. Like, he, he's fantastic in this. Mm. Really, really good. Hard to watch at times because he plays a very, um, he's, he's got a character with a troubled life. Problem. Um, yeah, problem. But it's, uh, it's a good, it's a good drama. It's cute. Um, my best friend, Lee Me Do, is in it as the mm-hmm. cheerleading coach. Um, she's not really my best friend, but she likes <laughs> my posts. When I comment on her Instagram, she le- always likes it. So, so she's your best friend. <laughs> best friend. You're just your internet friend. That's, that's, yeah. that's real friendship. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it's just, it's good. It, and it's a shorter one, too. I think it's like 12 episodes. So it's not so intensive. You're not. Uh, it doesn't because it's only 12 episodes. It doesn't have that feel where you're like, oh, they ran out of story and now they're trying to stretch it like, OK, now that we're going to have three episodes of this horrible cheering competition. No, there's like 10 minutes of the cheering competition total. And yeah. then you know, back to the real story. So, uh yeah, it's just good. And I like sports dramas. So. so I picked a tried and true, which I think a lot of people like, or at least I feel like it's a drama that people tend to say is their first kind of real love of a drama. And that's Coffee Prince. It's also called like First Shop of Coffee Prince or something else like that, too. It's a longer title. I don't. I never remember it. Coffee Prince will get you um, where you need to be. Um, I think this is a really good show kind of as a starter because I feel like it has kind of a feel of a lot of Western shows wherein it has a, a good cast. Like there's a lot of characters that have pretty solid or pretty like bigger storylines that uh, isn't just the main t- uh, two characters, which is really prevalent, and I think on a lot of Western shows, they tend to like the side characters a lot. Uh, it also kind of gives you a glimpse of some tropes that you will see in other dramas, and I think it does it in a way that's not as over the top. So it's it's got a nice kind of like feel to like get you into it, and I think the um, romance in it is really great. It's actually mm. one of the better romances. So like your first romance can have a nice kiss in it. <laughs> and yes. you kind of like also see kind of like the, the structure of the like second male lead and the second mm-hmm. female lead. And uh, then just kind of like other things that are kind of prevalent in Korean culture and also gives you the big trope of um, the female playing a male, the the whole gender swap, which is, big in a lot of shows especially around that era and it's also a little bit older too so I think it's a nice kind of to see dramas at that level in that year Mm -hmm. and Gong Yoo oh yeah and totally Gong Yoo (laughs) (laughs) I mean because he's important 
Was he's, he's very important. He's a he's a nice nice looking fella. <laughs> <laughs> so my uh, recommendation for star drama is player or the player or hustle. It has a handful of names, but hopefully between hustle and player, you should be able to find it. If you like Ocean's Eleven, it's a pretty good link to that. In fact, the it's very episodic. Um, mm-hmm. Quite often it'll set up kind of the main baddie they're going to focus on for the first episode of that week. And then this, by the second episode, they'll kind of wrap that up, even though there's a big, there is a big arching overarching uh, plot going on, but the fact that it's so episodic, it does feel pretty Western in that sense. So, yeah. so that's nice. It, it's very much found family trope, mm-hmm. which is a huge favorite amongst us. Mm-hmm. Um, there's really not much romance to speak of, which makes this a very good gender neutral. I think it has a lot of appeal for as long as you like action and can handle fighting, mm-hmm. you'll probably be okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it actually is pretty intense now that I remember. The baddies it are had- pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. It does have violence, and I guess that might not be for quite everybody. Mm-hmm. But um, it's not like it's it's not like gory violence. It's like no, but I was pretty shocked by some of the levels of bad that was done against some innocent yeah. people. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, and it's not that it shied yeah. away from it. It did not shy away from it at all. But yeah. people typically got their comeuppance. Mm-hmm. Justice was served. So, I mean. That being kind of along the lines of what we were talking about before with the different um, production companies, the different channels. This is an OCN one, which typically speaking is going to have a higher level of violence. It's going yeah. to have yeah. bad or they bad. They like crime people. shows a lot. Yeah. You know, crime and shows and like I mean, one stuff. of the things when we're watching the player it was that it was fun and enjoyable, but because it's OCN, you're not entirely sure they're not just going to kill everybody. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're suspicious. <laughs> the entire time you're, you're watching, like, oh, you're, like, you're like, these characters are pretty great. Mm-hmm. I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> They get along well together. That's like, a problem. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. He's going to betray them because yeah. you know, like, it just, because it's OCN. So you yeah. just have certain <laughs> expectations of what you're going to get. Um, and it that's, also has that's one of our favorite actors, actors in it. <laughs> Kim Won-Hae. Hey. Kim Won-Hae. Hey. <laughs> Mind and, you, like every other show has him in it. So. Yeah. He has a really solid, good role. I really yeah. dig him. Like, yeah, this yeah. is this really showcases him a lot. It's pretty good. I really, really loved Crystal in that one. Like, yeah, Crystal she was amazing uh, in this. Favorite role. She ha- like she just had a really good, well-rounded character. They didn't give her like unrequited love or like icky love stories or anything. Or even her weakness it didn't like overtake her character like it quite often yeah. does for women. Oh. Because usually it's like, oh, this is a cool woman character, but she's so weak. Yeah. She's like super cool, but then suddenly is bad at everything she was good at because (laughs) of this one thing. Like, no, no. She's cool the whole way. (laughs) She's that cool. (laughs) Yeah, so those were our drama recommendations. We have more listed on our. Oh yes, yes. There's on our my drama list, or if you just you know tweet us and we'll tell you what we're watching these days. Oh. Um, there's some other podcasts that we all enjoy: Drama Candy, Nunya Business, and the K3. Those ladies are wonderful. We're friends with them all on Twitter. It's good times. 
They're yeah, we're also... all like different too in our style yeah, of yeah. Uh, podcast. So I think yeah. that's nice. There's also some other, uh, I know Fall For It is one of the newer mm-hmm. ones and they kind of tend to skew more to Taiwanese, Chinese mm-hmm. dramas. Uh, and then they're very uh, newbie watching drama, uh, newbie mm-hmm. at watching dramas. Mm-hmm. So that might be nice for a newbie to kind of like actually be with feel like you're part their, of it. Yeah. yeah. See, and one of the things I like with like drama candy and it's candy with a K um, is that they they've both been in Hallyu and Asian dramas for a lot longer, so they do have a historical kind of like they've seen the ebbs and flows in the industry mm-hmm. and stuff. So often they'll say, "Oh, here we go again," or you know. So I I like that aspect of it. I feel like I'm as a newer drama watcher when I'm listening to their podcast. I feel like they're giving me some insights into the stuff that I missed back in the day kind of thing. Yeah. And I think with like new new business, which I think is kind of fun. uh, They are a little bit kind of where we are, where we're not as serious about things and we're kind of jokey. They do that too. And they also do some recaps on some of the shows and they're very aware about their love of shows that might not be the best. And Mm. I think that's a really great thing because you kind of tend to feel bad about like stating your love of something if everybody keeps on saying it's terrible but they are like they understand what's wrong with these things and they just make it funny and they understand that it's enjoyable and not everything has to be perfect yeah not everything has to be a work of art for us to enjoy it like one So. so also, um, if we're going to like, you know, these people are all on Twitter, so and they're mm-hmm. very active in the community. Um, another one on Twitter that is really active is uh, Drama Current, which is also a website. Um, and every first Monday of every month, uh, there is a big Drama Candy host. Dra- sorry, Drama, drama Current. current. <laughs> drama Current hosts a K drama chat where uh, it's all on the hashtag K-Drama chat where they throw out questions and then we answer them and everyone chats with each other and it's really fun and you should definitely come and participate. It's a great way to meet other people in the community. Like, How You Twitter is um, very active. Mm -hmm. It's a very... It can be a little overwhelming sometimes because Mm -hmm. sometimes people you know, get judgy or, Mm. you know, are very vocal about their opinions. And sometimes that's great. And sometimes it can be overwhelming and it can make you feel like, oh, well, like I really liked that drama. Oh, darn it. But But chances are you're also going to find other people who go, no, I like that drama too. Yeah. And and if it's Twitter, just just shout, well, I love that drama into the void and you're fine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So So, someone will find you. But yeah, the K-drama chat is a really nice way. Like that's, I've met some new people that yeah, way, yeah. Have some mutuals and stuff. That, like every you know. every time there's we have one, like I make new mutuals every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, a lot of people who aren't pretty active will show up at those, and yeah. so I think that's really cool about it. You just like they may not be super active, and then all of a sudden you see them and you see them commenting, and you're like, oh, that's yeah. another person who likes the same stuff as me. I can follow them or yeah, check out their stuff. I find that for um for music with um Immy Chimmy mm-hmm. and. She is a a radio DJ and she hosts on Sunday afternoons a K-pop radio show and it streams over the Internet so everybody can listen to it. And then she's got the is it uh, K-pop Daybok Emmy is Mm -hmm. her hashtag. 
and um, and you follow that. And yeah, there are people who literally that's the only time they use their Twitter is mm-hmm. Sunday afternoons. They log into their Twitter so they can chat with people while they listen to Amy's show. So yeah. again, that's a, it's a neat opportunity. I've made again a, a number of mutuals, K-pop mutuals through that. And, and it's worldwide. It's really interesting. Like, yeah, I mean, you yeah. get people from across the pond, but then also all types of other places. So it, it's Yeah, neat. like, I now have, I met my platonic soulmate through Amanda, uh, Ricky. <laughs> hey, Ricky. <laughs> if, uh, if, hey, Ricky, shout out. Uh, if you follow me, you will see, you will see interactions between Ricky and I. They're a bit... Bit, They're great. Uh, bit legendary. I don't you, sit back you might and watch everything. It's you great. might need a rating on your profile. <laughs> Let's just be real. We're we're trying to bring K-pop bulges back, so uh, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Um, and you know, it's important to note with like you know the Twitter community and everything that there are people whose personalities will not jive with you, but that's what unfollowing and muting is for. Yeah. So. And like, you know what? In extreme cases, blocking. Like if yeah. people are coming after you with name calling, with like violence, with block that. Luckily, overall, you really won't get attacked. No. Typically, yeah. no, no. Especially K- like in, I feel like there's there's more cases like in K-pop Twitter, which K-pop, we're still a yeah. part of. But K-drama Twitter, we tend to be a a bit more of a happy family. Yeah. Yeah. You can step back and give some space. Like if you're feeling stressed out about something amongst somebody else, just get you know step back and you'll be fine. I mean, yeah. it's usually not that aggressive. Yeah, just no. just send a fun gif, and uh, yeah. that usually derails most conversations. <laughs> that are going and then start the talking about your favorite coffee, and it'll all be good. I mean, yeah, just like you know, post a picture of you know Key from Shiny, and you're fine. You're Absolutely. fine. <laughs> <laughs> like everything will be okay. So yeah, so those are the fun things that. Uh, and and you can, you know, follow us like certified Nunas and then we have our separate accounts. And if yeah. you ever have any questions or if you do feel lonely, I'm sure we can say hi or something like yeah. that. We're super active. And I think it's important to note, uh, don't feel like you can't talk about something just because mm-hmm. of your level of watching dramas or like how much you dr- watch just go ahead and talk about it because everybody's yeah. at a different le- level everybody uses their time differently so some of us may binge a lot and that's all we watch but some of us may only watch a show and it will take us months and all those are fine but I yeah. think it's like most important to just go out there and talk and comment yeah. on people because yeah, like, there are a lot of people who like don't realize that if you just comment on something like we're all gonna comment back and it doesn't matter yeah. if you've only watched two dramas in your entire life we just we still don't wanna hear. Yeah. yeah yeah there's like there's something strangely seductive about getting that little notification that yeah. someone has commented on something you wrote like, so like feel never like- feel like like you don't know someone well enough to leave a little friendly comment on something they post. Like, we love it. I don't yeah. I don't know anyone who hates getting... Like, why else would you go on Twitter when you just <laughs> want to interact with, like, just screaming into the void? Like, no. Like, we want to... Yeah. We, yeah. we want people to interact and, like, talk about things, so... Yeah, but just don't feel shy. Like, yeah, don't I'm feel like a shy person in, like, real life, and it, it was really hard, but, like, once you just put yourself out there, it's a great community to be a part of. Yeah, I was on Twitter for a while before I started commenting on things, and then I finally was just like, wait a minute, these people are all social misfits just like me, otherwise why would we be on Twitter? <laughs> so, 
all of you. If we could make real <laughs> friends. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh-huh. We just really like our Twitter community, and uh, we're always looking for more people to, yeah. you know, come and join oh, us. Our family. Exactly. Oh, I was just going to say a few things with regards to Twitter, though. Like, talk about the drama you're watching. That's great. Probably make sure to hashtag it. If yeah. you can, yeah. because especially if you're watching something new, if you're watching something that's like 10 years old and eh, people should, you know, Some not be so upset about it. But you know what? Still. I am watching an older drama right now and I'm still hashtagging yeah. everything because you that's never know. Point. Like if, if, if you're, you're going to say anything that could be construed as a spoiler, um, you know, hashtag it so that if yeah. someone get muted so they don't get spoiled. Well, it's a double-edged sword as far as there's the, if you say any spoilers, but then the other side is, even if you are watching an older one or a new mm-hmm. one, um, random people can find you. Like, I get so many yeah. random comments about not just new shows, but if you're watching an older show and, mm-hmm. like, you're watching King Two Hearts, if someone is watching as well or if they periodically go search their favorite yeah. show, all of a sudden they'll be like, hey, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, it's, and it's a good way to also find through your own stuff at some yeah. point. I mean, that was basically how I found, like, how you Twitter people was, you know, I was on for roller derby or something. And I think I was watching, like, Scarlet Heart or Goblin or something. And I was like, huh, I wonder if other people on Twitter are watching this, too. So I was like, well, what? how would I find that? And so I, like, typed in the hashtag of, like, Scarlet hashtag Heart. Goblin or hashtag Scarlet Heart Rail or something. And, and it was no like, point, the Pandora's <laughs> box you opened there. And it was, and I, you know, made friends that way. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, like, and it was kind of. Like, four of us. We have only met on Twitter and Skype. Yeah. <laughs> and look at us. We're doing a podcast. Yeah. So you can be just now. like us. <laughs> we, know, we now know too much about each other. So you could, you too. <laughs> Could start a podcast with people you meet on the internet. <laughs> you make it sound so appealing. <laughs> hey, we have a good time. <laughs> but and not everyone posts spoilers. I mean, so if you are going to do spoilers, just beware for other people. It's just a nice thing to do. But you not like spoiler alert at the beginning so people yeah. can scroll past it quick. If like, they don't want I know to overall, I, tr- I personally try to not even go there because I'd just rather not deal with it. But if rarely I want to talk about a theory, I definitely just put a spoiler alert on there. So no one can come after me about it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's Twitter in a nutshell. We love it. We want you there. Join us. Um, in terms of anything else that newbies would need to know, I think that where to watch dramas is pretty much the, the last big bastion. Uh, so Drama Fever, which used to be the main place to watch them, is dead. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh so now, like legally speaking, uh, which we totally support legally. Yes, yeah. if, yes, we are big fans of legally for the most part. There um, are options, but we'll, you know, we'll we'll re- point you towards the legal options. Yes. So, um, Viki is the big main one. Uh, they have a huge library, um, and they also have a partnership with Cocoa, uh, Cocoa, Cocoa. We don't know how it's pronounced um, where there they have a lot of overlap in the dramas, but there is like differences between the two. Like there are some on one and not on the other. Um, and so they keep find a, a deal or something. Supposedly we're getting more Japanese content. Oh, yeah. That would be awesome. It's great because Vicky is owned by a Japanese company. Yeah. So <laughs> we should be getting Japanese dramas. 
<laughs> Logically. <laughs> That's exciting what? for the future. Um, Netflix has, in the past year, has really sort of exploded with how many uh, Asian dramas. They just added a bunch of Thai stuff on there, so that's pretty yeah, exciting. They're in place for Thai right now, and they're yeah. also um, exploring more with simulcasting. So, like, right now, yes. there's Memories of Alhambra, and that's a weekly show that's airing in Korea right now, yeah. but you can see it on Netflix. Exactly. And they did the same thing with uh, with Live, which came out this year, which was an excellent show. Chris Playbook. Yeah, and that's also an amazing show. In some countries. Yes, yeah, exactly. (laughs) In Canada, we got it simulcast. There's a difference between U.S. and Canada. Netflix just blows my mind. Yeah. (laughs) No, like, my mom always laments when she goes down to New Jersey. Uh, She can't watch Downton Abbey anymore. She gets really sad. You have to watch it on, like, PBS here. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) also, uh, YouTube has a lot. I know there's a lot of Thai stuff on there because uh, GMM TV, which is like a big Thai for all your boys love needs. Uh, they they have their own channel with English subs on most of their shows. So and there's also a lot of, you know, you can find a lot of the variety shows and things on yeah. YouTube as well. Uh, KBS does a lot of their stuff. They put a lot of their um, <laughs> like shows on there. You can find some older dramas on there, too, and they're fully yeah. subbed. Also, YouTube Red or whatever it is now, whatever yeah, YouTube's like paid service has a bunch of stuff too. So like things like Top Management, which was a a little Fun. like web drama that they did there. They've done uh, documentaries like Sakai no Ori is a Japanese group is doing a documentary right now, and there's a Dragon. Yeah, Big Bang Variety Show was on there. So yes. There's a yeah, good yeah, amount of stuff. Yeah. So they're, they're really uh, picking up their game, as it were. Um, so, yeah. So there's a lot of options out there. Um, oh, and I was, was going to halfway mention, I don't know a ton about it, but I think there's View, which I think for if you're around more of the Asian countries, yeah. kind of like the Vicky yeah. of their side. Hulu sometimes has some stuff, and Amazon Prime, too, but uh, less than the other ones. Maybe a new... Chinese one called Bamboo is coming out for oh. North America next year. Oh. So they're going to have a lot of the Chinese content and stuff. It doesn't exist yet, but it's supposed to be A little bit of a started. slightly uh, racist, uh, racist name there, but, you know, whatever. Bamboo. Hmm. Oh, Asia. Hmm. Whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to mention uh, on Cocoa, Cocoa, whatever it is, it is a company that's uh, produced by the three top uh Broadcasting stations. So those three top broadcasting stations are going to be the only thing you see on there. Yes. Just so that's that's kind of like a distinction between. So if you're wondering where your JTBC, TVN, and OCN are, they are going to be on Cocoa. Right, but right a lot elsewhere. of variety shows. Yes, there are a lot of fun variety shows on there. Um, now, as a as a slight comment, just on the high seas, uh, we're not going to say where to go, but just know some ports of call are safer than others. Um, yeah. And you might not know it. Yeah. It's, it's I, not I have no. ad blockers and some... Yes, yes, yes. Um, the nastier the ads, the more suspicious... The website. The website. Yeah. But if there are ads for, like, comic dating, you're good. Yeah, like, <laughs> all, all of them will have spicy ads, because, like, that's just how it works. But some ads are spicier. If there's pop-ups, get out of there. Yeah. Get out. So and it also should be known that, like, 
some of those sites, they're just stealing the subs from the paid yeah. companies. So it's not like even like a this is your last resort thing. They're just stealing from other people's work, which is not the best thing. Like, I understand the want to find things that you like literally can't because things like J-dramas where it's almost non-existent to find those. But I feel like there should be a little bit of, like, a morality for you. Be like, yeah, hey, you can actually like, get this. You should definitely the way, always default. The way that I, I sort of, uh, if there is no legal way for me to watch this show, I will venture venture on into the high seas. However, if, if there is a legal way for me to watch this, and if there is a legal way for you to watch the show... Watch, watch it legally. Yeah. Netflix does pick up things that may not have been like you see them airing, but they'll pick it up later. Like yeah. shows that you might not be able to get like those OCN TV and those are really hard yeah. to get. But like things like God's Quiz, mm-hmm. it was aired and you couldn't find it. But Netflix picked up the first four seasons and now that it's like completed and over on those four seasons you can find it so there might be in the future yeah ways yeah. to find these things yeah, sometimes too. you just have doing, to bide your time yeah a lot of the um the new thai stuff too that they've got mm-hmm. like they're just doing the all at once dump so yeah. it's on people, you know, people on my Twitter are talking about how they were watching the Thai Oh My Ghostess. And I was like, man, I want to watch that. But then once it was finished, they dumped yeah. it all onto Netflix. Right. Which so, isn't all that shocking, so. knowing how Netflix likes to have people binge. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. kind, of that's the, their kind of the culture of Netflix mm-hmm. binge watchers. That makes sense. And I think that's as long for me. As long as I know that I'll probably eventually have a legal way to watch it, I'm okay with waiting because there's like a billion other things yeah, I can be watching, that's true. right? Yeah. So like you can right now, there's there. a bunch of currently airing stuff that I would like to be watching, and I just don't have the time right now to watch all of it. I and think the, so when when I succumbed, it was right when Drama Fever died, and I was halfway through. Yeah, I think that's where that most no people longer were like, oh, existed anywhere. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me with this. Yeah. So uh, I just basically, if I can't find it anymore, most of them, well, like the third charm, like people were so furious about it after, like, I watched up until Trauma Fever died. And at that point, things were still going really well. It was like a house fire happened and people were freaking out. And I was like, do I need to go find that illegally? There are there are several YouTube channels of people reacting to K-pop. We do have a favorite. Our favorite is Classical Musicians React, whereupon Classical Musicians React to K-pop, and it's super fun. Um, you should give them a, you should give them a little check out. It's a, a black hole of entertainment. So there are a lot of reaction videos on YouTube for K-pop and some are better than others. Yeah. And um, some are just fun to watch because the personalities are so great and strong. One of the things that's nice about the classical musicians is that they actually analyze the music. They're actually like excited about that bridge and like, yeah. so it's kind oh, of, yeah. Yeah, as you're saying, you can feel their passion for music. Yeah. That's come great. Out as they talk about music that's outside of their genre. Because so, honestly, exactly. you don't have to be like have been a music major to really appreciate what they are doing and how they're reacting to things. I mean, it's nice because the, 
once long ago I was a music major, but so it's like a nice Same. little connection. But like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, like for me, sometimes with watching their reactions, that um, like, um, I'm gonna say like tempo. I heard tempo the first time and I was like, this is garbage. I can't listen to this song. Like it drives me crazy. Oh, but I watched the react. I watched the reaction and when they're pulling out stuff and they were so excited about yeah. it, they were like, I can't believe they're doing this and now they're doing this and and it made me appreciate the song more. Is it one of my favorites? It's still not gonna be one of my but favorites. I could talk for like an hour. I really like it now. Now after hearing that and seeing the way they reacted to it I appreciate things in the song that I didn't necessarily see before yeah. and I found that with other stuff too that like there will be a song and sometimes it's a song that I really like and then it's like they're explaining things I'm like yes that's it that's the thing that I like about yeah. this song what you know? two words that you couldn't speak before exactly. you didn't have the language didn't have that language to say it yeah. so so yeah so they're really those are really fun I was just to say there's not a lot of like true k-drama specific people out there on the youtube channels but uh outspoken artistry who we all know we all follow on twitter she has a youtube and it's heavily focused on her passion for k-pop and k-drama and that's definitely another outlet on youtube that you can you know watch and see someone who is just like you who is kind of living their life and loving going to k-pop concerts and different things yeah Oh, gosh, if I didn't live in the backwards of Canada, <laughs> I'd be going at K-pop concerts like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> they don't come here. They don't come to Hillbilly they Canada. They don't come here either. <laughs> <laughs> um, if we just want to go around and say what our main advice is for new people watching. I think something that's come up for me in the last couple of weeks, I've really noticed it, especially like in the Twitter community. Um, there's a really big assumption that everybody is watching or listening with K-pop the same way, that everybody fangirls in the same way. And I think I would just say to newer people in the community to try to avoid that assumption. Mm-hmm. Like um, a big one that where I see it is um, being an older K-pop fan you see younger teenage girl K-pop fans who just are horrified. You disgusting, horrible old women who are like sexualizing our teenage you know, boys. And it's like, no, 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 sweetie. When I was 15, I already went through that phase. I had posters of Corey Haim on my yeah. wall and I listened to new kids on the block and, and I've already been there. That's not what I'm doing anymore. So, you know, it, there's that tendency to think like, Every K-pop fan over the age of 20 is like a dirty old lady who's like looking at like, you know, 19 year old boys sexually. And like, we're not. So no, that's just stop. me. That's just I'm, me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not. I don't. I don't. <laughs> but like I, I listen to music for music. So, you know, or just it, there is that tendency with dramas, too. Right. Like that people. Um, expect you to know things or understand things from the same perspective that they're understanding it and recognizing that everybody comes into dramas with their own perspective, their own life experience, their own way of watching things and recognizing that that's okay. 
So I, you know, don't, don't get offended that somebody else doesn't enjoy this the same way that you're enjoying it. Don't be offended when they say, I don't like this drama, or I don't like this song, or I don't like this group. They're not attacking you. And they're not necessarily attacking the thing that you like. They're just stating a preference. And yeah. it's okay to have preferences. It's loud. They're just using their time the way that they want to use their time. It's not like a negative thing at, yeah. at all. Exactly. So that would just be my big advice would be to to recognize that there are differences and to not assume that everybody does everything the same way or the same way as you're doing it. So don't visit your prejudices onto other people. I would say I think getting out of your comfort zone is the best. And it kind of stems on like what Amanda was saying and, you know, maybe not wanting to do something or watch something because everybody says it's bad or like not wanting to express your opinion on something because everybody thinks it's bad. But I think uh, especially in when you're watching shows from different cultures, uh, you have a tendency to find what you like and not want to stray from it because it's a little bit of a culture shock. And I think that like expanding into other kind of genres, I think is a really good thing to, so you can like actually learn more, not only about the culture, but kind of like see different sides and see different stories that you might not have wanted to, or uh, would have in actually like find stuff that you possibly could really like. Also, um, I think although it's a slippery slope and then you'll just add so much more to your to be watching list on my drama list, going outside of a certain um, country is really I rem- nice I too. remember like, past Jesse. I remember I know, Jesse. But like <laughs> I was still watching K dramas and J dramas too. So I think even like just doing that like, mm-hmm. I, I remember very clearly because I have a past with anime and I, I started to really know Japanese culture. And when I started to watch K-dramas, it was really interesting to see the differences in the culture, but also the same thing. So mm-hmm. I think that's really nice. If you have the I, time. Also, if you don't have the time, <laughs> don't yeah, do I When I first, my first Thai drama, I remember kind of being turned off by... Um, the language like the way it sounds it's very different and um I I liked the story so I was like okay I'm gonna keep watching but I've heard that from a lot of people like Mm -hmm. that's a very common thing that I hear I don't watch Thai dramas because I don't like the language I can't listen to that sort of thing I think is like what you should be like if to push yourself because of those like don't push yourself to like see more shows Push yeah. yourself to see a different culture or like yeah, to expand your horizons story yeah. being told. Yeah. It's not pushing yourself to add to your numbers or something. Yeah. 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 It's it, your like, knowledge like, of the oh, world want, and people. Yeah. yeah. And I think don't push yourself into something that makes you really uncomfortable either. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, if um, like Sky doesn't want to watch the like the gory violence or the like the really intense stuff like, OK, don't like yeah. if you know it's gonna give you nightmares don't do it like <laughs> right there's no reason to do that <laughs> you don't have to there's a billion other shows out there exactly Watch the things that make you happy so uh for me it's more about the community aspect and it's don't be scared to just put your opinion out there or communicate with people or just talk about the things that you like um i was actually i was talking i was tweeting having a little twitter thread conversation with someone about this that 
I, I truly believe that people are the most themselves when they talk about the things that give them joy. So uh, don't be don't be afraid to have an opinion. Don't be afraid to tell people what you like and to talk about it. And uh, we all do the same thing. So as as uh, Jesse said, as you expand your horizons and find out what's different, but also what's the same, uh, humans are you know connective creatures. So there's a there's a commonality that threads through all of us. Uh, and we just, you know, we want to hear from you. Yeah, I think it also, like, to stem from that, I, I know I personally, and I know a lot of people do, we genuinely like seeing people talk about something that they love. And it doesn't yeah. matter if I love it or have any connection with that. Mm-hmm. Seeing someone talk about something passionately and something that they really enjoy is really nice. Mm-hmm. So if you love something, just go out and talk about it. I think my advice stems from the fact that I'm still... I'm not sure I'd consider myself a newbie since I'm rounding the corner of a year with watching mm-hmm. dramas now, but I still kind of have that perspective of, I definitely know just a handful of months ago, I could get overwhelmed pretty fast. I didn't necessarily think everybody knew way more than me, which they kind of did, but it's, it's more, there is so much out there when it comes to dramas of all the cultures, plus all the music there's a lot to cover and Mm. there can be moments there's no reason to stress yourself out about it there can be times that your level of interest is so much and you want Mm. it's like you want somebody to just magic wand towards you and you know stuff it's not gonna work like that and you know it's cool if you want to stay up all night researching something that's fine (laughs) but just know just know that take your time and your opinions might even change as you go along. So just mm-hmm. give yourself mm-hmm. space to find your own interests. And also, I know for me, when it comes to genres of watching shows or even music, um, I've always loved music and I've always also loved shows and movies and stuff. But as I entered watching and listening to Asian stuff, um, a lot of that changed. Like mm-hmm. I started listening to other genres of music more. And I started looking into different types of shows that on the American side of shows, like I won't touch a lot of crime or whatever on American mm-hmm. side of shows, but then I figured out, oh, action shows for K-dramas are kind of different. Like mm-hmm. as far as mm-hmm. storytelling is a little bit different than the way a Western show would be. Or the same thing with rap. So like, honestly, I've never been hugely attracted to listening to rap music mm-hmm. but I kind of slowly introduced myself to that through k-pop and then mm-hmm. it's like wow I actually listen to some rap music now so it's interesting to give yourself space to like change your own opinions mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. you don't have to keep yourself in a little bubble and even as you aren't a newbie anymore you can still change your opinions on exactly stuff. It's cool like it's it's interesting because you know a lot of I I work in the arts and um, there's this sort of uh, societal thing that somehow arts are less important than things like STEM or less useful than things like the sciences, technologies or whatever. Mm-hmm. But what I find interesting is that art is a way to grow yourself as a person and the entertainment you, despite what, you know, you may or may not think, the things you watch affect how your brain functions. So, you know, expanding your horizons by seeing different types of stories and, uh, you know, different, you know, lenses on different ways of living are is never a waste of time mm-hmm. as much as 
my mother would argue <laughs> with how much I watch TV. But, uh, you know, like read a lot, watch a lot, listen to different things. Mm-hmm. It's not a waste of time. It, it isn't. I mean, as, especially if you take a stance that you are learning something. I mean, mm-hmm. even if it is culturally or I think a lot of times, definitely when it comes to watching shows, narrative arcs, storytelling, mm-hmm. character development. There, there's so much to learn, even just like basics. St- I mean, I don't know all the background, like lighting and props like Jesse does, but I, I can still appreciate all types of other aspects of a mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. And same thing with music. Like, I don't necessarily have a music degree, but I've always liked music and I can still learn from all these different mm-hmm. cultures. But also even within that, all the different groups have way different styles and even different yeah. ways they approach music. Their lyrics are totally different. I mean, just like Western artists. And so giving yourself Art. space and time mm-hmm. to just, yeah. you don't, you don't yes, have you to, find, you don't have to find your one genre of shows and your one K-pop fandom. And yeah. Only stay there. Life. Now, if you do want to just chill out there and you definitely, do you, man. For the next five years, if you want to listen to the same K-pop group, go for it. I'm totally not against that. But give yourself space to try other things sometimes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. don't be afraid that you have only watched two shows. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. And we still, still want to hear, we still totally. hear your thoughts on those two shows. I will <laughs> probably sure, recommend I'm, a lot. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure that one of us, at least one of us, has seen one or more of the <laughs> shows and can talk yeah. to you about it. We have realized that our overlap of dramas is way smaller than we thought. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. For the total amount of dramas that all four of us have seen, the number I believe was eight. Yeah. Eight dramas. I think that's completed, right? Because there's yeah. probably there's more yeah, in the completed, top pile. But all four of us. If mm-hmm. yeah, it was only like three of us, I didn't count it. But there's a lot of shows between us too. Yeah. Like that's a lot of collection of shows. Cause even when I was going through the list, I was like, Oh, I really haven't seen that either. And then there was stuff I sh- was sure one of you had seen. And then you didn't. And I was like, wait a minute, they haven't seen that. <laughs> and it was really actually eye opening to me. So. I, I, I sort of sense, uh, eyes looking at me since I'm the most voracious <laughs> of the viewers. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, art, is something that connects all of humankind together. So uh, enjoying it uh, should never, you should never feel ashamed of yourself for, for liking yeah. K-dramas, even though it's somewhat unusual in certain places. And you should just, you know, like what you like unabashedly. Yeah. And support your artists. Yes, please. please. We're starving. We're hungry. <laughs> I wasn't necessarily <laughs> need, meaning us, but I need your Wi-Fi. But yes, and go to legal sites. So you're actually supporting the real artists too. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I think that's that's about it for our newbie advice. All right. Our short mini episode. Yeah, that's I I don't think it's possible for us to have short episodes. Like, it's really not. So yeah, so that's our guide for newbies. Um, if you liked listening to us, uh, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Play, we're on Podbean, we're on what's the Apple iTunes. iTunes. Thank you. Podcast. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. I don't think there's much on it, but we have one. We it's have... basically these podcasts. Yes, <laughs> but we maybe have... we'll do some behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah, who, knows? who knows? Who knows? Who knows? We, we, have, we got some stuff that works. Uh, we have an Instagram, and of course we have Twitter. 
Uh, and we love hearing from all of you. If you go to our main Twitter, which is at Certified Nunas, uh, we have a link that has all of the information about our podcast and everything and where to find all four of us. Uh, not like on the Internet, not in physical space. Because <laughs> that'd be creepy. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> please don't come to my house. <laughs> we're not that close. <laughs> uh, we love you, but we don't love you that much. <laughs> Like, I don't have a spare bedroom, so. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we, uh, we hope to hear from all of you, and uh, we'll be back soon with another great take, uh, another hot take on K-dramas. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.